Welcome back to Search the Scriptures. Great to be back with our listeners again today. How blessed we are to have this opportunity each day to come together and do exactly as the name of the program suggests. Search the Scriptures. Get into God's Word. Peel the layers of the onion back, so to speak. Dig deep. Look at it in detail. And try to understand those rich teachings and truths. All the blessings, the promises. Yes, the warnings, even the corrections and rebukes, but all of that written down for us by inspired writers, guided by God through the Holy Spirit to write the message of forgiveness and salvation and eternal life right there in the words of the Bible, in those pages. How blessed we are to have those. And we try to, we try to explain those, those rich teachings and truths in a way that is easy to understand and that makes sense for our daily life. So we encourage you, encourage others to listen to these programs. Now, if they can't pick them up, even though we're on several times a day, five days a week, if their schedule does not allow them to be able to tune in during those times, encourage them to go to our website at churchofchrist.com, churchofchrist.com. Scroll down the home page to the podcast button, click on that button, sign up for our podcasting. It'll take about one minute. It is free. It always will be free. I say again, it always will be free. We're not after your wallet. We want to help you get to heaven. When they sign up for our podcasting, they'll receive all of these radio programs five days a week automatically to their smart device, whatever device they choose, their smartphone, their computer, laptop, pad, tablet, whatever it might be. Automatically, every day, they'll go to their, to their smart device. But they'll also receive more, a lot more than this radio program. They'll receive all of our sermons, all of our Bible studies, and a great daily Bible class that we call Today's Bible Class. Seven days a week, only about 12 minutes each day, and it will get them into studies that are very pertinent to our day and age. So encourage people to sign up for our podcasting. You do that as well, and pass on the information and the opportunity to as many people as you can. Your family members, your friends, your work associates, your neighbors, anybody and everybody, literally. Now, you can share these if you pick them up on, on, your, uh, on, on your radio, on your, your smartphone, rather. You can share these through Facebook friends, text messages, maybe some other technological means that you have access to. But do try to spread the word and help other people start to get into God's word because faith comes by hearing the word of God, Romans 10 and verse 17. And ultimately, you may help somebody start to focus on their spiritual lives, their relationship with God, and you may help them get on the right road that will lead them to eternal life in heaven. So you can have a great positive influence on somebody's life by starting to share these and encouraging them to get into a regular routine of listening to these Bible studies each day. I want us to get back into this line of study that we began last time. And it's based on a statement, an admonition, or an exhortation found in Jeremiah chapter 22 and verse 29. I really believe that 
that particular statement and principle applies to us in this country, our culture, our time, but not just here in this country, around the world. It applies to humanity, perhaps, well, maybe I shouldn't say applies, but it is needed to be heeded more perhaps right now than any time before in our lifetimes. And here is the exhortation. O earth, 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 hear the word of the Lord. I can't think of a time, and I've lived quite a while on this earth. I can't think of a time in my lifetime, and I've seen a lot. A lot of history transpire during the decades that I've lived. But I can't think of a time during which the world, all of mankind, needed perhaps as desperately as they need right now to turn to God's word, to listen to the word of the Lord and live by those teachings. We are in a time that is so treacherous, that is so dangerous, that is so filled with evil and wickedness and sinfulness, that is filled with violence, hatred, bitterness, animosity. And you can use other adverbs. It's just incredible. It's all around us. The violence, the crime, but just on the part of so many individuals, commonly hatred, and I mean outright hatred, and all of the evil that results from that. But even if you say, well, I don't hate anybody, I don't know anybody who hates anybody, think of all of the wickedness that is going on, all of the sinfulness, all of the unrighteousness, all of the ungodly living, all of the wickedness. It's everywhere. You don't have to look for it. It's in your face all the time. All the time. You turn on the TV, there it is, right there. Virtually everything you watch on TV, it has doses of wickedness and godliness purposely put into it. Whether it's a sitcom or whether it's a series or whether it's a movie or even commercials, it prevails all over. You go to a movie, well, it's hard to find a movie that does not have some degree of ungodliness inserted into it on purpose. You read a book, same thing. You watch a TV commercial, and even there, it prevails. You listen to people talk, and how many people do you know who don't use profanity and vulgarity on a regular basis? You listen to people gossip about other people, their family members, their friends, their work associates. There it is again. You observe how people live and what they do. 
you listen to the news or watch it on television, it is filled with all kinds of crime and violence and the results of ungodly living. We are continually barraged with trying to recondition our thinking to accept things that just a few years ago would, would have been openly and commonly recognized as being wrong and we're con- being reconditioned in our thinking to accept them as being right and good. Oh, how this earth, oh, how this world, how our nation, our culture, our community needs to listen to the word of the Lord right now. Right now. We read Matthew chapter 13. And we looked at verses 13 through 15. Our Lord himself speaking. Jesus said, therefore I speak to them in parables. Because seeing they do not see. And hearing they do not hear. Nor do they understand. And in them the prophecy of Isaiah is fulfilled which says, hearing you will hear and shall not understand, and seeing you will see and not perceive. But it's not because God's word is so difficult to understand or that Jesus was trying to speak to them in code or in puzzling language to try to keep them from really understanding. No, no, Jesus was very open in his teaching very open in his demonstrations of God's power, working through him, proving that he truly is the Son of God and our Lord and Savior. And so that the message of salvation that he brought to mankind could be accepted as being from God himself and being absolutely true. No, the next verse, verse 15. For the heart of this people, the heart of this people have grown dull, Their ears are hard of hearing. Their eyes they have closed. Lest they should hear, rather, rather lest they should see with their eyes and hear with their ears, lest they should understand with their hearts and turn so that I should heal them. You see, it's not that God's word is so difficult to understand. It's not that Jesus was trying to keep people from really understanding his message of salvation. He came as the Savior for all mankind, died on the cross for the sins of everybody, Hebrews 2 and verse 9. No, it's because people have closed their eyes so they would not see, have shut their ears so that they would not hear, have closed their hearts so that they would not understand and be touched and their conscience pricked by the teachings of God's word. We need to not just hear the word of the Lord. The world, all of humanity, needs to listen to and heed the word of the Lord. Pay attention to it and apply it to their lives actively and faithfully and consistently. And I'm afraid this is an apt description what we have just read from the Lord himself in Matthew 13, verses verses 13 through 15. I'm afraid that when he says, 
their heart has grown dull. Their ears are hard of hearing. Their eyes they have closed. Their hearts they have shut up so that they will not hear, so that they will not see, so that they will not have their conscience touched, pricked. That is an apt description of our state of affairs in our community, in our nation, and in this world right now. An apt description. We're being bombarded with all kinds of information from many different sources as to how we can improve our lives, how our lives can be better, how we can find happiness, peace, fulfillment. We're looking for answers. We need to hear the word of the Lord. That's where the real answers are found. We need to hear the word of the Lord. In Matthew chapter 11, Matthew chapter 11, and verses 28 through 30, Jesus issued or extended what we call the great invitation. He said, come to me, all you who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Now, he's not talking about physical rest, sleeping well tonight. He's talking about spiritual rest and ultimately eternal rest with God and Christ and the Holy Spirit in heaven. Come to me, all you who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you. Learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you shall find rest for your souls, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Jesus calls us to come to him for that spiritual rest, that eternal rest. Salvation, in other words. Eternal life. This world needs to wake up to their most urgent need. It's not. It's not global warming or climate change. It's not famine. It's not drought. It's not some pandemic or contagion. It's not poverty. It's not hunger. Their most urgent need is forgiveness and redemption and salvation through Jesus Christ. That is this world's most urgent need. In Hebrews chapter 5, beginning with verse 8, the Hebrews writer spoke of Jesus, our Savior. He said, though he was a son, yet he learned obedience through the things which he suffered. And having been perfected, he became the author of eternal salvation to all who obey him. To all who obey him called by God as high priest according to the order of Melchizedek, of whom we have much to say and hard to explain. Here's the key. Since you have become dull of hearing. Dull of hearing. So many people do not want to hear the word of God. 
if you tried to talk to a whole lot of people, huge percentage of people right now, about God, about their souls, about salvation, about righteous living, they would turn you off. They'd walk away. They'd say, I don't want to hear that. You see, that's the state of mind of so many right now. They want to feel at ease in their own present, unrighteous, ungodly lifestyle. They want to feel okay, even though they're not okay. Now, that's self-denial. Think about a person. Let's illustrate this by way of comparison. Think about a person who is having all kinds of symptoms of illness, serious illness. You can fill in the blanks any way you want. Pain, suffering, continual vomiting. And I'm talking about doubling over kind of pain. Trouble breathing. And it goes, it goes on and on and on. It's not just one episode, but it's daily. It's throughout the day. Now, what would you say they need to do? Go to the doctor, right? Maybe to the emergency room. Get checked out. Find out what they need to make them well. But they don't want to do that. They say, no, 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 I, I'm okay. It'll be, it'll pass. Some people reason that way. They don't want, they don't want to hear their real situation. They don't want to be diagnosed as being deathly ill unless they take care of those physical needs in some way. Maybe it's surgery or maybe it's get on a particular medication, maybe a particular medication for the rest of their lives, but it'll save their lives and give them good quality of life. But they don't want to hear that. They don't want to have to think about that. They want to feel okay even though they're sick, terribly, deathly sick. But they don't want to hear the alternative. They don't want to have to subject themselves to the discipline of living a healthier life, going through whatever medical procedure they might need to go through in order to get better. That's from a physical perspective. And we would all shake our heads and just wonder, how foolish, how foolish can you be? But you see, the principle is the same as the situation within the lives of people who are spiritually sick, spiritually sick to the point of eternal death if they do not repent and change their lives, if they do not come to God, if they do not come to the great physician, Jesus Christ, who can heal their souls. Now, why can we see the foolishness in the life, in the refusal to get help 
on the part of the individual who is deathly ill physically but could get better. Why can we not see the same principle in the person who is heading toward eternal death, condemnation in hell, if they do not repent and come to Jesus Christ for forgiveness through baptism for the remission of their sins so that they can get well spiritually? Why can we see the one and the physical basis, but we can't see the other on the spiritual plane? Or maybe, do we just not want to see? The principle basically is the same. You're just looking at two different perspectives, one physical, one spiritual. Why can we recognize the foolishness of the individual on that physical level, but we, we don't want to think about it on the spiritual level? That person is living a life that if they do not change, that will lead them to eternal destruction, spiritually, which is far worse than physical death. We need to open our eyes. We need to hear the word of the Lord. We need to stop being dull of hearing. We need to quit shutting our ears and closing up our hearts. We need to open our eyes to the truth of God's word, which can make us free, John 8 and verse 32, and we need to open our hearts to humbly surrender to our Lord and Savior in repentance, confession of our faith, and in the obedience of, of, of baptism, so the blood of his that he shed on the cross can cleanse us of the guilt of our sins. Acts 22 and verse 16. And we can be reborn spiritually. John 3 verses 3 through 5. And be transformed, be made new spiritually. 2 Corinthians 5 and verse 17. We need to open our eyes. We need to quit being dull of hearing. We need to open our hearts. We need to humble ourselves and come to our Lord. We'll continue our study, but right now, let's pray. Father, help us. Help people, and we all know people who need to open their eyes, who need to open their ears, who need to quit being dull of hearing of your word, who need to open their hearts and humble themselves to come to you and submit their will to your will in obedience. Please, we pray for this guidance, Father, for everybody, including ourselves. Please forgive us, gracious Father. This is our prayer in Christ's name. Amen.